Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Thursday, February 22nd to you. It is certainly a happy one around here. I will be speaking in shorter sentences today. And for some listeners, that may be a very good thing. I know for one Les Kruger, especially, he will enjoy today. And I will, too. And this monologue will be short. Tigers won last night. And, man, did they look good. Almost to the point you're like, it was this. Right? That good. That's how good they looked against Charlotte last night. We'll talk all about it. Hopefully, the... Uh, you know, David Jones getting that eyeball scratched. That's not going to be something serious where he's missing any extended amount of time. Longtime Tigers analyst John Albright is retiring. Yes, that's news to me. That man's been doing this since I was a kid. Saw that news last night as well in that ESPN Plus broadcast. A salute to John Albright. NBA returns tonight, 12-game slate. Grizzlies not a part of it. They will be back tomorrow against the Clippers. Oh, and guess what? John Martin's back. I'm back, and I'm better than ever. Got a net. Yep. <laughs> it's been a long year of being off the air. Yeah. But I have made it back where I truly belong, which is the 92.9 Airwave. Uh, man, it has been a week and, and change. Like, I, I, I appreciate... The universe saying, you're not just going to bring a newborn into the world. We're going to completely throw you into the fire. We're going to completely throw you into anything and everything that you could possibly think you can handle. Because we welcomed Dominic into the world last Tuesday on Fat Tuesday. Thank congrats on that. <clears throat> and by... Congrats, John. Yes, I'm, it's been great. It's been beautiful. It feels like you had the baby a month ago. I know. So we, we have Dominic on Tuesday. We, I came on the show. That's right. And I think by Saturday, my plan was to come back Monday or Tuesday, right? Just to have mm-hmm. the full week and the weekend and all that. Yeah. But by Saturday or Sunday, I can't even remember, Riley starts projectile vomiting, right? Like, she's sick. It's coming out. It's like, it's like Linda Blair, the actual, like, legitimate. She's like, it's not like, you know, like an adult who, like, hurls over the, you know, right. the commode. It was it was projectile it everywhere. Yeah, it was like bile. Like okay, all right, that's that's nude. We need to have a, like a séance or yep. something. So so uh, then we, you know we all mask up. We're like okay, but we we can't risk this. Whatever it is she has, we can't risk this. So then Sam gets it. Sam gets sick. So Sam, who is in charge of obviously breastfeeding and and nourishing the child, she is throwing up and she is feeling sick. Oh no! So that's two down, right? 
So then I'm like, all right, I got to call in reinforce. I got to call my mom. I got to call my mom over. We need some help. Yep. So my mom comes over and she helps. Well, then my mom gets sick. I'm not even making this up. I'm not even making this up. So I'm the last, me and Dom are the last men standing. And then come uh, Monday night, I think that's what I think that's when it was, or Tuesday. Yeah, it was Monday night. I started throwing up uh, violently, like four times back to back to back to back. And I had a 103-degree fever that's two days. That's crazy, because I was watching you on Field of 68 that night. Bro, as soon as that show ended, mm-hmm. like if you go back and look at the end, I don't know if it's on there, but my face turns white. Like because I could You had come on late. Yeah, I could feel it. But by, I didn't catch the end. You went so you were sick at the you had gotten yeah, pale like, at the end. Yeah, like I could start to feel like that pressure, you know. Yes. And I was like So coming on late didn't have anything to do with the sickness. You were coming, I think you said you were troubleshooting or something. You remember yes, you like joined later. Yes. Okay, okay. No, that was that wasn't the, yeah. but at the end of it you got sick. Yes. That's when it kicked in. Yes. Now you're projectile vomiting. Yes. Oh my goodness. It was it, it, this and is so pretty nasty stuff here. Everybody we're in about. the house. Everybody in the y'all house got, got that, it. Y'all got that Jordan Brown sickness and around that John time. calls it projectile vomiting. Yes, and then <laughs> and then uh, and then Dominic got pink eye. So already, yes, bro. Oh man, yes. So it was uh, it was it was literally the worst week ever. Well, somebody else gonna get pink eye then. I, I hope not. I mean, I, he's pretty isolated, right? I mean, he's, you just sort of sit him in the docketot. And uh, were y'all around Jordan Brown? No, no. And uh, apparently he's out of the picture now. Anyway, so uh, yeah, a lot is uh, a lot has happened, and and a week and change. And well, uh, uh, nobody's happier to have you back than me. Yeah, we're we're back. Well, that was one Les Kruger. Les, who Kruger. is Les Kruger? Uh, listener. What, 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 just, why he, are you validating one listener's opinion? He, I'm just he missed you. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Hopefully he's listening today, and I mean he loves you. And so today, he and I are the... That's actually my burner account. The, he t- us two are the happiest that you're back. Les Kruger is like, I'm a big fan of Appreciate Nightmare you, on Les. Street. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you say? That he's, well, you need your partner back or something? Oh, yeah, along those lines. Right, I, right. I, I, You know how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. We get it. We, 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 both, exactly, we get it both right. ways. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be back. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be back, happy to be healthy. Everybody in my house is coming through it. Good. There was a Russian nuke earlier today, so we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Memphis basketball got a win last night. Uh, we'll get into what that means. Apparently, the format of the show has changed since I've been gone. We now have Jeff Calkins at 1125. Oh, it's just a minor flip just for today. It's okay. temporary. Okay, gotcha. So I do remember how, how that goes. So uh, Jeff is going to join us at 1125, right. and then Drew Hill is going to join us at 125. He was at the game last night, so we'll continue that discussion. Yeah, he wrote a, wrote a column off of it, didn't he? He wrote, yeah. Feature. He, he, he caught up with a fan there. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's been working. us. He's got the three-part series up about Jaron right now. Yes. And then, and then y'all putting him on Tigers games. Y'all working the hell out of Drew right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, when he texted me and told me that he was going to the game, he was like, there might be a penny column. I'm like, let me tell you something, buddy. Oh, wow. There's not going to be a penny column tonight. Just because you're there. You think there's going to be a penny column? I know what you're thinking. Mm. Y'all, y'all see, y'all, y'all, y'all smell the blood. Mm. Y'all think there's going to be uh, just another just another meltdown. Well, you, I don't mean I don't I don't actually you, think. Also, that's, you've cornered the market on penny columns. I saw what you wrote over the break there. You you really got some some feedback on oh, yeah. on that last one. Yeah, I can I can. Uh, it went damn near viral. I can do that. I mean, yeah, I can. You got the corner. So stay away, Drew. Rage he, bait. He's got the penny columns. Rage bait. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll talk to Drew Hill uh, at one twenty-five. Yes. So that's yes. the show today, Memphis. Basketball uh, snaps out of their two-game losing streak, and they get the job done. Job done. 76-52 over Charlotte. Uh, Shoot 50% from the floor, hold Charlotte to 29% shooting from three. 
Uh, I believe that is any team's lowest output against this Memphis defense all year long. Um, after halftime, Charlotte just couldn't get anything going. Mm. Um, I mean, I you know, it, it was just a struggle for them just to get a clean look. Their leading scorer, uh, Patterson, he was in foul trouble most of the night, had zero points. And he had no clean looks. Like, everything he threw up was just a prayer. So you take him out of it, and yeah, you get 13 from Braswell, but you sort of cut off the head of the snake, so to speak, and uh, and the body follows. And I think that's kind of what happened for this Memphis basketball team. Um, Quinterly had 17. He, he started, which I think was a surprise to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naquan Tomlin sort of showed why he was brought in at the break, you know, 16 and 7. And then you just get chippies from Jordan and Dandridge. Jaquan Walton was, had, a, had a, you know, he was he was out there 30 minutes to, uh, last night and, and gave you some energy. David Jones you didn't even need down the stretch, thankfully. Not not in this one. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's he's able to, uh, you know, uh, bounce back But uh, with the eye injury. But Memphis gets a win, 76-52, to 52, and... You know, it's just it's it's unfortunate in, in in some ways because there's there's really only two ways you can talk about this. The 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 positive spin is, you know, which is kind of what we did after the Wichita. What was it? What was it a three game win streak or four game win streak or something like that? I can't even remember what it was. But it was the same thing. Like, okay, maybe this is. Maybe they've figured it out. Maybe they can build on this, right? Maybe they can, you know. Wichita they, Temple, Tulane. Yeah, they came back. And uh, Tulane, there was some control there. There was. You really started. Start to finish. If you hadn't talked yourself into, okay, yes. it feels like they're certainly out of the yes. troubled waters, then exactly. we thought they were better off and had turned a corner, or at least you're, you're trying to tell yourself that. Exactly. So there's that way that you can discuss it, um, which is, okay, they, they've pity sent the message. Uh, for whatever reason you want to say, he sh- shortened his rotation last night. Uh, Jaden Hardaway didn't play. Uh, Jalen Young didn't play. Jordan Jaylen. Brown didn't play. So that's three guys that would probably be in there that weren't. Um, so that's the one. That's the positive way to look at it. And Jaden's got, got concussion or something. Right, that, yes. okay. A concussion's uh, popped yeah. up. And then uh, and they and they beat the hell out of Charlotte. I mean, they beat the hell out of them. I mean, it was a 20, 24 point win. Charlotte I mean, team that won eleven and twelve, but yes, one you were certainly capable of doing that to yes. too. So that's the one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is damage been done. And it doesn't really change anything about the season. Um, now, I'm not doesn't saying doesn't change that, anything for an at large, right? That's dead, right? Like I think, like I, I, I sort of lean there. I lean there, but it was never going to. Regardless, even if you were, even if you were on pace to be an at large team, this this team, this game was never going to mean anything to you one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So I think, like you could, you could, again, if you're trying to inject something into it, you could say, well, man, you got a home game on Sunday coming up against FAU. You know, it's at home. If you can look like this at home, you're back here. Yeah. I, you know, that's that, that's just sort of what you're trying to get out of this thing at this point. No, it's just, it, I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's better than the alternative. You lose that game, which you were plenty capable of coming off a game in which your, half your team quit. Exactly. You lose that one with Florida Atlantic coming up. You, you ask who's even in the building on Sunday. And so, John, what's left of this season is building as much momentum as you can to make that run. Right now looks like it's going to be four have to be four wins in four days. I mean, that, that's, that's it. And we can go beyond that and, you know, what can happen if this team gets to the tournament, can it make a run? But that's what it's about right now, and that's what last night represented that chance to do that. You lose last night, and it's really over. In terms of, I mean, I guess till, still you can talk yourself into, well, you build some momentum over the final four games. But let's be real, following what we just saw against SMU, where 
you know, Penny asked him, did anybody let go of the rope, you know? And, and, and everybody's responding, oh, we're, we, we still got you. But that's what it looked like in SMU. You follow that up with a loss to Charlotte, it's, it's done in yep. terms of the next four. And so it, that's what was good about last night. And it wasn't, you didn't have to win it close. Yep. It wasn't some miracle. Here, here's what I'd point to. You, you didn't touch. I like the big lineup. And I know, you know, he went with Jordan, Malco, and Tomlin to start, if I'm not mistaken. That, listen, Charlotte's not, actually one of their weaknesses is rebounding. And so this isn't the team that you can point to and say, man, as a measuring stick and say, wow, Memphis should go big every time because it's going to dominate the boards. But it did last night with a big lineup. And I realized, listen, that can. there's also the threat of foul trouble if you've got all your bigs out there. But what I loved was the shift, just something different. They looked better offensively. Defensively, that's Charlotte's lowest point total of the season. It started to look like, I, I hate to even say it, but what Penny's been saying, that, that Tiger basketball defense that had been missing, some of that old identity. Yep. Some of that is just being bat bought in. But again, you know, to go back to that bought in phrase, you know, we told you it's Penny, Penny can say that, but you got you to roll with the guys that actually are going to give you a chance. And I think that's why you had Quinley out there. I guess Jaquan was the one guy that had gotten pulled from the starting lineup. Uh, and maybe it was more about that in terms of why you started big, right? Why you started three bigs as well, that you're pulling Jaquan, sending that message. He still played, what, 30 minutes? And so back to the point, whether it was a shift or not, that you like going big or you're pulling Jaquan, it worked out last night. Yep. I'd like to see more of the three bigs. It looked like all three of them were bought in. And, oh, by the way, you know, remember these games where the Tigers are getting clobbered on the boards and people are telling, well, a lot of it, Jason, is long, long rebounds, right? Last night you saw a team – be led by its bigs, which I've said we've said all season this team has been capable of doing. That was good to see. So it's it's just as opposed to what could have happened, John, yeah, very yeah. easily. Oh, yeah. That team could have come out and not responded. Penny's calling them out, everything else. You control it. You give yourself a chance to build this momentum. You know, and, and we'll see. I, I asked you before we came on, you know, is there a long shot that can still make the top four, make it a little easier on themselves to where it's only three games in three days for the AAC tournament? It, 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 to me, it does feel like a long shot, but you left that possibility open with that win yesterday. And so you, you, you've even allowed that, you know, continue to leave that door open. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that, you know, you just, you just avoided a bottoming out totally. Well, yeah, and you avoided having no one there on Sunday for a Florida Atlanta game that now means, you know, mm-hmm. not near what you thought it was. It was pretty sparsely attended year. last night, though, from the pictures, the photos. It looked like, I don't, I don't know what they announced last night. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I, would, I, I, yeah, I thought they were energetic on, tele, on TV. ESPN but I'm not, said 10-5, 10,500. Yeah, that's an announced. Man. There's Isn't no it? way in hell mm-hmm. there were 10-5 there last night. Um, and look, I mean, I, I don't blame people, by the way. I don't blame people for not going to well, that game last night. It's a, it's a key time for buy-in. That's what I'm saying. Coming off of what you had against SMU, you, are, you, you didn't have to be listening to us. To know John, what was out there? You saw it on, on social media and everything else. Well, like, the coach was in, saying it. In terms, of, I'm, well, yep. I'm just talking about in terms of the questioning of Penny at this point. What are you about to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, I, me after after the SMU loss, it's like my gosh, this season feels cooked. Yep. How how do you build it back fast? Like we're talking about the Grizzlies doing. Is that you know, that's where we were. And so last night, for those that are trying to figure out whether you should be on the penny bandwagon or not. And we're not having the conversation about whether or not you're firing him. That, that set that to the side. But whether or not you believe in him, you needed yesterday. You, ab- you absolutely needed yesterday to sort of, you know, level things out. I keep going back to your analogy, that, that plane, you know, that, that airplane ride that this Memphis season has sort of been. You had to level it out, bro, because you were in a, you know, you were in a free fall. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a path so, because you so play. You get, you get some people bought back in, perhaps. Uh, maybe, right? I mean, uh, the most important people are on that team. I mean, if, if, if you know, if, if but again, I, I, you're right. And I'd, I thought, but I thought, I thought, I'd said it yesterday. I thought interesting. We're going to see who's bought in player wise, like Penny was saying. Right. Although we didn't, you know, we didn't see much change there. But also right. fan wise, right. how right. it right. is responding. You, because John, that's here's why this is important. You know this better than anybody. You lose them. You lose them. It's ugly. They start. They not. The bottom drops out fast, bro. They yep. stop going. That's how they respond around yep. here. So it's key. It was key to you know come out with at least a performance where it looks like you're getting the effort. Yep. Uh, that you that you've been calling out for. There's a path to Memphis getting a first round bye because they play UAB again at home and they have two meetings with FAU. Correct. So if you win and, every game the rest of the way, I think and, you're probably going to be in the top four. Well, the two that are tied for third, Florida Atlantic and SMU, right now play each other tonight. So one of them is going to drop down right. to four. Now, the way I looked at it, I think it's Florida Atlantic who is favored tonight because they're at home. Yeah, they're minus six. I think it's them that you want to lose. Because you have two because meetings Because UAB has an easier schedule. Excuse me. SMU has an easier schedule the rest of the way and what you just said. Yep. You control that. You've got yep. two meetings with Florida Atlantic. So it's not out of the picture. I was looking at it this morning. But but you're going to need some help. The problem for Memphis. UAB lost to Rice last night. They got blasted. lost to floor at home, right? Yes. They got blasted. Rice scored 90-some points. It's a weird night in the AAC UAB last weird, night. too. It yeah. is, it's a weird. The AAC just been. <clears throat> yep. Came, UTSA can't, can't almost beat South Florida. Uh-huh. It was a, it was a five-point win. It was very close. Um, yeah, like I, I, um, I, I just. It, it, it's it's one of those things where it, it, FAU has unfortunately been so bad. Beat, even beating them twice, I don't think gets you in, right? Like it's like it, at large, yeah. No. You 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 would you you were hoping at the beginning. I mean, they were top, absolutely we, we top seven team, yeah. right? In the preseason, yeah. and now even beating them twice won't even get you right. Like so, they're not Houston. The only team Houston that, was your ticket. We've said it coming here, and see if you agree with this. The only team that can get in that large is going to be Florida Atlantic. It's if South and that's Florida, it, that's dicey. South, it is. It's South Florida or somebody wins the conference title, then FAU. It feels like to us. Would get would be the team that could get in that large. Right. I don't think they're going to do not, it. But not it, South it, Florida. They didn't do anything in the non. Correct. You know, in the non conference, their metrics it, are bad. Their metrics are bad. It feels like FAU's got the chance to get the at large if they don't win the conference tournament. If they do, John, it's a, it's a one bid league, bro. One hundred percent. It's a ninth ninth. You've dropped to ninth best conference in the country. You were eighth last year. Yeah. And, and while this thing's been wacky, and some of us want to say, "Well, hey, has he been a little tougher than you?" Not really. Not really. Not from a metric standpoint. It's just been the, the top dogs have been underachieving. They've been underperforming. Now, the question is, if Florida Atlantic, and again, I don't think Memphis is going to beat them twice, but if Florida Atlantic loses to Memphis twice, are they out? They may well be out. I think so. So it's like. You just dropped out of the top 25. It looks, it's starting to look like it ain't quite Memphis's collapse, but you're getting to that point. I where, mean, they were top seven. Now, they do have that win over Arizona. That's going to stand up all year long. the only thing they have going for them. Well, it's better than anything the Tigers have. It right is. Now. It's a you great said VCU win. VCU ain't even the quad one anymore. That hurts. Yeah, that hurts. And, and you can't control that. I mean, that's the hard part about college basketball. It's a guessing game. You know, you're betting on. That's teams. why I've just I've set the at large discussion for Memphis to the I, side. I think we can revisit it if something crazy happens, but I don't. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think this team deserves an at large given the the. I mean, because as, it, it was it was hideous on on what was it Sunday? Yes. I mean, that was as bad a performance as you will ever see. From a Memphis basketball team that is expected to be competitive, they shot fifty percent. I was telling Brett that the, the, they shot over fifty percent in the first half and still were trailing by twenty two. <laughs> the, the the how bad that has to be defensively on the glass to be losing by twenty two at the half. Oh, 20 minutes. Yeah, man. And you shot fifty percent. That was that was effort. It's crazy. That's yeah. exactly right. Quidditch, bro. 
That, well, that's what it was. So key for Penny, if we're talking about any of this, salvaging this, whatever it's going to look like, was getting it back on track yesterday. Mm-hmm. You did that in a way that, my gosh, it, it, again, it, it's like we came in. It's like, man, it could have done this all season. Yep. You know, what could we be talking about right now? Yep. In terms of seeding. But, uh, listen, th- th- this, here's the bottom line. This team is capable of digging itself out of this hole. It's going to be tough, clearly. But the, the hole, I mean, is just it, it, what you're coming out of. It's capable of making a run. The AAC ain't so, you know, ain't so good. We just made that clear that you this team can't win the next, win three or four, get into the AAC tournament. Right now it looks like four and four days. But if you could get to three and three days, there ain't nothing. In the, there's nobody in the AAC you say this team can't beat. The issue is they can lose to anybody. That's exactly maybe not. Maybe that's not the case anymore. Maybe not anybody anymore. But I'm not letting one game. I think they can still make, lose to anybody. Yeah. I don't think that's I mean, we're changed. still here. I mean, because again, like I, I, I understand. Like last night, good spot home, have to have it. But some of the things that you saw against SMU, I just won't be able to forget. I just won't be able to put those images out of my head. I won't be able to put the image of Quinterly tying a shoe and not getting back after T- Tomlin turns it off. I'm not going to be able to put that out of my head. Like I don't. I don't think one game erases that. Now maybe. This game against – like, this is what happens, right? You have FAU coming in, and it's like your biggest game of the year, and you get your best effort. It would not surprise me at all if Memphis won that game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like, can they, st- can they still be the team that lost to Rice? I think absolutely. This team's bipolar. Like this, team can, uh, this team can win against FAU, maybe even sweep FAU, and they can lose to friggin' Tulsa in the damn – AC well, term. number one, David Jones' injury could affect all this. That's if, true. If it's a deal where he misses extended games. And Penny said last night for David Jones not to come back in the game was serious enough because a guy like him is going to come back he, in. I mean, that was a 10-point so game. That if, was not in any means in hand. If he's going to miss any of these games, a lot of this is moot. Okay, But the other part of it that is so frustrating is that Quinterly last night. Mm-hmm. Is so much different from the one really you just said night. we saw against he SMU. Was really good last he's night. either checked in or he's checked out. Exactly. And that that you know Kendrick, you didn't have to question that with. That's exactly right. You know, even Alo, whether you're struggling or not, you're going to get effort, and that's that. It, it's killing this team, frankly. To, I mean, not to just not being able to depend on him. You don't have to hit every shot, exactly. but the effort has to be there. You have to be a threat every night. That's exactly right. And so that having that as the head of the snake has has really and nothing really that you can put behind him. Nothing. You know, Jalen Young being able to do that. You put yep. Jaquan out there, try to run point guard. He's yeah. turning the ball over last night. I mean, You're finally you know, going off his trying leg. Trying the Joe I mean, Cooper thing. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm glad, bro. He looks the part. He definitely Joe does. has gotten so damn big. I yeah. can't help. I can't help but say it that he is. He, when you look at him, look at his biceps. He looks like he's been in Division One for three years. Yeah. Well, I think hasn't he? He's a junior. Well, he went to Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying, that dude was lifting. You remember when he was in here, OB versus East? We had yes. him in there. Joe wasn't that big. Now, he's never been a little dude. But, I mean, the guy looked like a thick Sam Craft out there. But that's what that's what Memphis needs, right? They need a guy that, like, has everything to prove, who's a walk-on. Oh, man, ain't. you could see when he hit that shot, it meant so much to him and everything else. Because it's for him, it's, it is. When you say Memphis basketball, it does mean something. I mean, he comes in in nine minutes, has three points, three rebounds, and assists. Like that. Playing hard. And especially, again, it stands out when you've got a team of some guys that, doesn't. that doesn't. And so, I think, like, he's like, again, so it's God like, bless little Joe Cooper, man. And he ain't little. I shouldn't say little anymore. That dude, man, he gives you a little spark. 
I, 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 I wouldn't it. mind putting him behind Quinterly at this point the rest of the way. Why not? I was ready to put him in He's, front of Quinterly on Sunday. I saw you talking about Joe should start the radio a damn fool. I thought you was in that Jordan Brown sickness had you crazy. Why not, bro, at that bro, point? Because we still got to win, dude. You can't just say forget Joe Quinter- Cooper like, is you, a winner. You had a bunch of fans out here with you jumping on that bandwagon. Quit Quinterly for the rest of the season, damn it. I would have, for real. Do y'all want to still win games? On Sunday, I was ready to be I, done with it. On Sunday, I was like, bro, you got your money. We're moving on. I love Joe to death. I don't think he's ready to play 35 minutes against Florida Atlantic and help you to a win. I do think he's got to roll the rest of the way on this team. It's been impressive. Should have uncovered, should have unlocked him earlier this season. No question. Play gone, play 14 dudes. But, but, but here, here's here's why I don't I can't get carried away with what Memphis did last night. We're not good. You can't. I think it's such a it's such a byproduct of a number of factors coming home after a tough road trip. Limiting your rotation because of injury, is that going to sustain? Or are we? is the concussion going to heal itself? You know, are we going to have this 10-11 man thing going on? Like, I don't know, dude. It's a guessing game. So it's like, tune in Sunday to find out. As like, the Memphis you, basketball world Whether you're going to be here or not today. Tune yeah. in. That's right. He might. <laughs> well, I told you I was coming, man. I just, my, my, it's possible to you. Hey, if you're getting through the world, man, good for you. You're wondering how people are doing it with two kids out here. <laughs> Man, it's hard. It's hard because it really. It, I mean, it's like you got you got the double team with the one, bro. You're double teaming. Everything is like like you tra- you trap at half court. Yeah. Now with two, it's like all right, you're on Riley. I'm on Dom. Like, and, you know, Riley's like you know she she has a couple moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She got a little burst. She can get past me on the right. perimeter. You know, I I and so I oh. I, I, I and there's nobody behind me to help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different equation altogether. You know, so we got our defense right now looks a lot like Memphis's. Yeah, you have to pick up your effort. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. We our our defense, I would say, is the worst of our tenure together as parents in the Ken Palm era. Well, you guys have been sick to start it off. Uh, now you got to get fully healthy. First. No excuses. No excuse, but I. But I mean, I'm just. I, this is uh, this testimony is great, and I, we feel for you. But then you got Giannato out here just spit out his third, and he's juggling it all. Oh right no, three. he's what, doing it. Bro. He's showing. He, you know, he's showing us all how. That's it's done. crazy. Going back, he's writing. He's doing it all. <laughs> That's crazy. I know, making it look easy. They say like they say two is too many. But by the time you get to three, it's just chaos. Maybe that's what it just, is. Everybody's just just so used to the it. chaos. Yeah. Stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. You can still operate in it. Yeah. But it's still, it is chaos. And we feel for you. We're glad you're here. Well, look, we're going to work on our defensive efficiency. But what I would say is that the game plan was brilliant. The game plan that we put together was efficient. Perfect game plan. Brilliant. And I love what Penny said yesterday after the game, that he put some set plays in there. uh, That, that, you know. I saw some set running. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Bro, they shot over 50%. But, like. I'm not trying to, but like, why did it take until February? Oh, that's the question you're asking. Not whether you saw sets. 20th, you're asking why it's just not happening. 21st, before we decided to go ahead and, and, and do that. I'm penny about that freedom, Malcolm told us. Right. Well, well. Because they weren't playing D. That's the thing about so since freedom. Now, since they weren't freedom playing D. Freedom isn't free. We had to tighten up, not lighten up. Cost you a lot of, a lot of wins, that freedom. It's gonna be a lot of what ifs about this season. It feels like. Man, I mean, we could do like a we could do like a, a, a during the summer we could do like a three hour special 
on like I say these folk be undefeated if Caleb Mills hadn't gone out, they'd be better than UConn. Man, his legend grows. Unanimous number one. His legend grows it's, with every it a, L. It was a different team. By, you understand? It's two bro, different teams. By the summer, it's gonna be this dude was Kimball Walker. Or Michael Jordan even. Kobe Bryant. He was Kobe. I wish he could come back. I do too. I do too, but it's like every time I hear Penny re- refer to him, it's like, yeah, man, Caleb was uh he was everything for this team. Yeah, it was like eight and four. I mean, which is which is again. He, I yeah, know that it's doesn't take bigger than the bigger than the best defensive player. I wish he was I on this team forget. too. I wish he was on this team too. But you sacrifice. He's not. You know, he's not uh, Anthony Edwards. No. I mean, but anyway, he will be eventually. Which just just stay patient. All right, Jeff Cog is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about this Memphis basketball team trying to make sense of everything. And more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. Jeff Calkins is the host of the Jeff Calkins Show, columnist at the Daily Memphian. Almost used the S word. I apologize. That is not what you do anymore. He joins us every Thursday, usually a little later than now, but he joins us now. Hello, Jeff. How are we doing? Well, I was thrilled to see that you were returning. I assumed that it was, you know how at the beginning, sometimes at the beginning of Tigers games, they have this deal where, like the fans all stand up until the first basket is scored. And I thought that was like you. You were not going to return until the Tigers got a win and you had something, you know, that you good to talk about. So I was thrilled that they got the W. And, uh, and I, I've admired, honestly, the way that Jason carried the show in your absence. But, uh, but it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to be uh, welcomed back, no doubt about it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's it was. I didn't really want to come back after Sunday. I, I too wanted to quit, uh, like like the Tigers. But uh, it is weird. It's it's a weird team, um, and it and, and in many ways, it sort of makes them hard to talk about because that effort on Sunday was as as low um, and and as sort of humiliating as it gets. And then last night was the best they've looked. I mean, you know, in terms of both ends in terms of defense and offense like the best, most complete performance they've had against a team that only lost two games in conference prior to tonight so I mean how, how do you sort of assess all of this oh I mean I, first of all let's let's see I, I thought I thought yesterday was last night was obviously a good thing goes without saying but it also I didn't assume it was going to play out that way that there have been teams uh, in different sports that have quit and if you given up their coach, given up the program, whatever it is, run for the bus. And, um, you know, and if you look at this team and the fact that their coach is criticizing them, their teammate is criticizing them, the fans are criticizing them, the commentators on TV are criticizing them, they don't have anything, these games particular to play for now, because I think we're both mostly assuming that the at-large bid is, is um, is off the table, so there's not a heck of a lot to play for. They didn't appear to like, like that, that. Is a perfect recipe for a team um, saying the hell with it. And so I think it is to their credit and to Penny's credit that they didn't. So that's a good thing. I, I don't think they're going to make the NCAA tournament. I don't think they're going to run the table. I don't think they're going to win the conference tournament. But you damn well straight know that if they quit, they won't. So the, the, at least the game last night gives you hope. You know, beyond that, I don't actually think it's that confusing. What we've seen about this team is, um, you know, 
Sometimes they give effort, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they fold, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they guard, sometimes they don't. Um, they, I think it, it, they have been, at least so far, incapable of assembling game-in, game-out intensity and effort, right? And, and so you saw a team that went on the road and lost two games that they were supposed to lose in Texas and then came home and won a game they were favored to win last night. And I don't, like, they do not seem like a particularly together, um, strong-minded, committed team. So on any given night, you don't know what can happen. And I think that's what we've seen. Now, can teams come together and change that spirit and find and get on a roll? Yeah, teams have. Teams can. They can. But I think the inconsistency it's not confusing. It's the definition of this team, right? The, 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 the inconsistent effort. It's just like if you have a colleague who sometimes shows up for work, sometimes doesn't, sometimes is late for work, sometimes, you know, busts his ass and does great. Like that is the definition of what that colleague is, is about. Like that colleague is about inconsistent effort, inconsistent, whatever it is, inconsistent commitment to the enterprise, inconsistent. And so I don't, I don't sit there and think, my God, Joe showed up late today, and tomorrow he's on time, and the next day he's on line. What I think is big picture, that's who Joe is. He's, he's, in, you know, he's incapable of putting forth consistent effort. But, you know, Joe had a good day yesterday, and let's hope it continues. Yeah, I, it, it does. It feels like, and I heard one of your callers said, and you've touched I mean, it, if you're going to make this uh, run, four games, four days, whatever, build some momentum in the regular season, that it has to depend on Javon Quinley, you getting that Quinley that you got last night. And it's a, it's it, it feels as simple as that. I just don't – how do you keep him – you know, a guy that you've mentioned it, you said the team is either on or off, defense, no defense. It feels like it's either on or off for Javon Quinley. And, and that is Penny's challenge, biggest one the rest of the way, is keeping him locked in. And I guess last night, you know, I know, you know, he Quinley caught a lot of the criticism – but he's back out there starting because why, Jeff? You didn't have anybody else to go to. You got to roll with him is the point, right? So feels like that challenge is for Penny is keeping him locked in. That's the feels like the biggest thing right now. Yeah, I was I was kind of heartened that Penny, you know, I, I was a little worried that Penny was going to do the whole, I'm going to bench my good players, mm-hmm. even, you know, and just go with the, you know, Sharon Fonts of the world or whatever, you know, the players who haven't played a lot, but you know, are giving good effort or something because any chance this team has is tied to the best players, um, you know, playing at their best. And so I thought that was, um, you know, in the midst of all the, the ways he could have reacted yeah. to take a deep breath and say, you know what? I still need John Quinterly. I know some people were outraged by it. I can't believe they didn't. I thought it was the sensible thing to do. Like that's your best path. And it is amazing. Like, if you look at Quinterly early in the season, oh. like I, I remember some, there's some guy out of, out of, you know, from out of this market who did a video breakdown of Javon Quinterly and why he's the best, one of the best guards in the country. <laughs> you know, like in, in addition to sort of just hitting the last second shots, he was driving the yep. team. He was playing under control. He was so like that guy is in there, you know, and, 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 and so I don't see any reason why, in fact, you couldn't get – just go to the tournament. Why you couldn't get that Javon Quinterly for four games, right? We got him for mostly ten games, or, you know, most of that winning streak. So I thought Penny – I know people uh, – and, and, and it's sometimes true that he's reactive and, 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 you know, acts rashly or it seems like. 
or emotionally. I thought, it seemed to me, that he took a deep breath and said, my best chance of winning is playing my best players. I'll tweak the lineup a little bit. But even Walton gets in and plays more than 30 minutes, you know, so I thought he did what he had to do. Yeah, I just, you know, the it's just a frustrating situation. Um, and I and I don't, I, I, I think people should enjoy, like I read Drew's column and I was like, you know, that's sweet. I think I think the I think somebody's ability to enjoy a game for what it is, I actually miss that. I don't know if I ever had that, but like I I'd certainly kind of wish I did because it would make life happier, wouldn't it? Like if you could just enjoy well, I, things I, I at think, face value. I no, I mean I'm not going to sit here and pretend. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I I because you, you don't have to pretend. I'm telling you, I have no problem enjoying last night's win. Well, you know, I, it beat the hell out of the alternative. I oh, mean, it's it's similar gosh. for me. My Buffalo, yes. my beloved Buffalo Sabers, my beloved Buffalo Sabers have had a crappy year. They're out of the playoffs again for like the 14th or 13th straight year. This was the year they were supposed to make it. They beat. The Montreal Canadiens last night in a meaningless game, and you know what? I liked it. Like, it, no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't solve the big picture questions for me. But it is into, like I had no problem enjoying last night for everybody involved and for myself. I'd like, oh, look at that. That's fun. You know, I I think it doesn't. It, again, you can enjoy something and also acknowledge that it doesn't mean that everything is fixed. But. I don't, you know, and, and, and it gives me some, I'm always willing to latch on to hope that some hope. That right. I mean, now at least, you know what, you know what this means? It means that Sunday's interesting. You know, it doesn't mean Sunday's the end up be all either. Florida Atlantic isn't what they were supposed to be. Like, this is not the matchup we were hoping for. This is not Memphis versus Houston in the last, you know, few years. But if they had laid down and gotten blown out last night again, then I mean, I, well, I, 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 it, it, to me, it doesn't like you can't even say that. You can't even say it makes Sunday would have been interesting just because Sunday would have been interesting. It's FAU. The game winning last night changes absolutely uh, nothing about this because if you even if you if sweep they had FAU, lost by fifteen last night, I would have felt different about the FAU game. They I could did. still lose by fifteen to FAU on Sunday. I, that's I mean, absolutely true. But I'm telling you, you, you literally don't think it would have changed the way you feel if they had lost but blown out last night. I would have said the rest of the season is. We're done. It's they've quit. It's over. Now it's like, oh well. I don't believe that they're going, but I'm like, right. it, it gives you a little bit like, okay, maybe they can yeah, win I don't a couple know why of you're games. Being so negative about a win. I'm, not, I'm not really. I'm not. I, I just don't. I I can't forget Sunday. Is why I cannot well, forget you, Sunday. You you have you know what? Part of the reason is we've been on the air talking about Sunday for three straight days. I'm so sick of talking about Sunday. Like literally, we were like. You know, yes. over oversaturated in the right. misery of Sunday. So maybe it's this is your first chance to get Sunday off your chest. That that's why you're still fixated. That's, on very, that's possible, yeah, because I have not had a I'm chance not, to discuss good it. Good diagnosis. But I'm I mean, not, I, that's why. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I, I, I still haven't gotten the the stain out of my carpet. But the, but there's two ways you can go after Sunday, right? right. Either yep. the thing goes to hell, like it was going, or yep. you go the other way. And to Jeff's point, it went the but other like, way. What does it mean that it went might, the other way? Might not mean like, a it damn might, thing. Like that, nothing, right? It doesn't well, really you, mean anything. It, it, leave, we, you we, leave we, the possibility the open. Well, you know what the nice thing? We don't know what it means. Exactly. Well, but, it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're going to like you're on some path to get an at-large bid. Your season is dead in that sense. It means there's some small hope that they're at least going to try to compete that they haven't thrown in the, like, again, no one, here's the thing. It feels like you're fighting against 
people who are saying this is fixed. No one is saying it's fixed. I haven't heard anyone say, well, they're back. They're going to go to the tournament. You know what? There's, I think the, the optimistic. That's thing, just that is what I'm fighting against. Yeah, but no one's saying that. But like, I'm getting a little thing. bit of that from people on social media. Like I'm getting a little I bit. Of, mostly see this is uh, this is sure beats the alternative. Nice to see him. Um, to see him, you know, not let go of the rope. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's not impossible. But that's not what they, this was supposed and, to be. And hold on. And and they go on and say, and it's not impossible that they go on a run. And I agree with all those. It's not impossible it's not that impossible. it's not impossible that Russia took AT and T offline earlier this morning. So I mean, it's like that, that's that's all I'm like. That's why this team. I think you should take your negativity right back to bed and and like go back to bed. <laughs> and when you feel better, like I, you know, when you I, I don't better, think Jason, I think should, would rather have my negativity. You should you should bring tonight. it. Then you should you should. No, I mean it's been a. There, there, there's going to be plenty of time yeah. to digest what went wrong this season right. when this season is in the – but today after a game where they had every opportunity to quit, and honestly, you can see it. Like, who wasn't ripping Javon Quinterly? You know what I mean? But, like, like is, is the – is like, I, I thought they quit on Sunday. They did. So, it's like, is, is, like usually they, they when you did. quit, you just quit the one time – and you don't. It's not, it's not a series of. Well, let me ask you, how many let me times ask you. do you need to see them quit before you can when, say they quit? Let me quit? ask you this: When you got up and walked out of the studio, uh, did you quit forever, or did you come? Did you did you come back? And and then what the good thing was is that you came back a couple of days later and said, you know what, I'm going to start fresh. Well, and that well, which that happened, which well, which that time? Was a bad look for the for me and for the show, but I'm going to oh, come back, and that was me quitting. The first time moment, I quit, the first time I walked out, I came back the same day. <laughs> Second time, me and well, Jason walked out together. Right. This is, this is the point is is that is that you can quit, and it doesn't need to be quitting forever. Okay, in but fact, in fairness, though, in fairness, in fact, Brad Brad was not saying my guys quit. In, in fa- my guys quit. Fact, the big names quit. He wasn't saying fact, that. The, Nobody debated measure, that. Maybe the measure of the uh, show maturity is is when you can realize that you quit, and you take a deep breath, and you say, you know what, I'm better than that, and you come back. And the next thing you know, you're either going to the NCAA tournament or you're winning a Marconi. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, if I have to be that guy, I have to be that guy. I'm just out on this team. Uh, I, they, they have they have let me down too many times this year, and I do not trust I them. I am also out on the team, but that doesn't mean, I, like, I don't believe I don't believe it's been a good year. I don't believe they are going to make the NCAA tournament. Any of those things, but no one is trying to talk you into that. Well, like what what, <laughs> what last night does, and I, and I echo Penny here, like it frustrates me. That's what it really does. Is it frustrates me because you guys are right. clearly it makes you think why the hell didn't you give? And this is that that because they weren't. By the way, they weren't perfect defensively last night, particularly in the first half. Right? They were still so it, it, it so clearly. And I, this I I will agree with you. It co-signs that you know why don't you just give that level of effort that you gave last night? And about three of these losses would have gone away if you right. just given that level of effort. Because again, <laughs> exactly. they weren't perfect last night. Yes, they were still giving up to open threes in the first half, and you know, but just like you know what, uh, to me, the rebounding numbers were the most telling. Like that's just a team. Now that's not a great offensive right. rebounding team, but still, that was a good matchup. Like, they, they when when Charlotte was hitting all those shots in the first half. That's another moment when you could have folded, but instead, what'd you see? You saw Malco in there getting an offensive rebound and Tomlin in there getting an offensive rebound and, and Charlotte was hitting three and Memphis was getting two, but the two were often second effort. And 
if you had just shown, and I just I do get, if you had just shown that level of effort all season long, we wouldn't be here. That is, I I agree with that one hundred percent. But you know what? What are you, you going to do? That's what's done is done. How many of these final four are they winning, Jeff? Tell me. The safe thing. I'm, two and two. Going to play it safe. Eh. Well, I'll say three. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm clearly the optimist here. Yeah. But to John's point, even the optimism doesn't really get you anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to John's point, go three and one, who cares? Like, it doesn't get you. I mean, I don't think it gets you a bye, and I don't think it gets well, you a uh, I think if you go four and oh, there's, right. a good, there's a chance at a bye. All you have to do is go on your longest winning streak since before everybody quit. Right. All you have to do is do is go on a winning streak of the sort that you've already been on this year against better opponents. Now you just have to do it against lesser opponents. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to put it. That's, a, that's, a, that's me, the sunshine man. Uh, that, that's my way of putting it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they'll lose East Carolina. Like, they'll, they'll you do... Are you going to scrub your media of all Memphis Tiger stuff, John? Is that what's happening? You're like Justin Fields in that here, you know? No, I'm just, again... I just how about, how about, I saw some things on Sunday cent? that just totally just they they how about the how about the penny one cent stuff selling out? I had a guy from Tiger Bookstore calling this morning. He was great. He's like, man, no one could no they no couldn't wait to get their hands on that stuff. And I did ask him when it's going to come in because I know John's going to want to be in there buying more of it. And um, and uh, he said it could be you know a while. Back order, Nike doesn't seem to have it as a priority. He didn't say that, but he said, right. well, because it's Nike, it could be uh, weeks or months, not days. Well, it was certainly yeah. not reflective of the attendance last night. I would not have expected a sellout of that merchandise based on how many people attended that game last night. His brand, that ain't going to stop, bro. So that clearly was more than just Memphians buying that. No, I, I, listen, big picture. I mean, I, if, if again, John, we've been talking about how miserable it was for three days. So, like, it's partly... I really do think that's part of the dynamic that's happening here. And if you if you contrast what you saw last night, just in terms of the crowd and the excitement and all that, with, I mean, that first day, the, the all the smoke, Penny them walking in in tuxedos, the whole place, not just the lower bowl, like the upper bowl filled, you know, James Wiseman, the, all of this. If you contrast that to where we are now, well, that's demoralizing. It is demoralizing. I, there's, there's no question about it. But uh, and but, I've and I've know. been I've just been burned by the putting my hand on the stove with this team and this program so many times that I'm just not going to do it again. Well, like no one again though. But it's not like if if like I mean, me saying maybe, I think they're going to do this. I'm going to do. They're going to do that. Like I I I I, I emptied no everything I had. Going to though. Literally, you're now you are fighting. Like you were maybe it's because you were the guy who was like. Calling out everyone who didn't have the top ten and the for whatever. Yeah, but there was, was not top ten. He's the, he's the most hurt. You're right, Jay. He's the most hurt. And yeah, he's the most hurt. I feel like these guys but quit on me. Literally nobody Just saying nailed. they're going to do this. Yeah, who are you fighting? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know how. To, I don't know how to discuss a win in a vacuum that means nothing. That's what I don't know how to do. That's nothing. what I struggle with. Like that's what I. That's what I like in terms of content. It's like, oh, what a great effort. It, Yay. You, know, it, it, you know what this means? <laughs> I, honestly, I, 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 it's, it means they won. That's all it means. It doesn't mean – you always want to – here's the truth. Back when we used to talk about Memphis football, this is very, connects very similar to me. You were like, 
I don't care about anything that happens in Memphis football because they can't win a national championship. They can't get a, you know, whatever. Like, what does it mean? They, they beat, you know, Temple or they beat whatever? Who cares? It doesn't lead anywhere. And then back then, you remember this discussion? I was going to say, here's what it leads to. It leads to the people who are in the stadium and who watch the game feeling good about their team and feeling good about the day and feeling good about what they just watched. That's it. It's the same thing. Like, there are expectations for Memphis basketball that are higher than Memphis football, so it's not apples. But, but last night, it wasn't that anyone is like, okay, it's all fixed. We're getting into the tournament. I haven't heard anyone say that. The most I've heard anyone say is, it's not impossible that we get into the tournament. Penny said, you know what? If we play like this, we can get on a run. And that is true. But no one is saying they're going to. So the extent, like, everyone, here's the truth. Everyone's out on this Memphis team. Everyone. They're just in on last night as, as, as compared to the what alternative. We really thought that last night could be just a dismal night where they, continue, where they didn't pick the rope back up. And so I personally was heartened to see that they were, all right, look at the Javon Quinterly, getting crushed by everybody. And he, uh, he came back and played, uh, you know, one of his better games. Look at Walton. Walton was, uh, was benched and, you know, pretty clearly identified as one of the people who was not all in. He comes in and before, you know, before he even checks in, he's getting a, you know, in a double technical and he draws six fouls and he's active. He's as active as I've seen him. So, that's good. It doesn't mean everything's fixed, but we can celebrate what we saw last night just because it was beats the hell out of the alternative that we've been dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. These are grown men. These are grown men. These are not 18, 19-year-old freshmen who are growing no. over the course of the season who've been, who, who've been uh, you know, playing possum whenever they decide to. You know, So that's why I have a whole lot less enthusiasm because you guys should have been doing this the entire year and you and you let Agreed. go of the rope for various reasons because you couldn't get out of each other's way because you were going at each other's necks and and so yeah like I just I find it a wholly unlikable team in that sense so yes uh, it, it just is what it is and I guess that's where we're going to have to leave it uh, I hope they make the tournament because this program needs it this program needs it but I also cannot wait for this season to be over good to have you back John and all your that's all that sunshine yeah and all that sunshine no i mean I, I'm, I'm just i'm i'm being real i can't wait for this season to be over Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 